0: Hello beautiful people. So today we are, uh, yes we, I said we, if you did not hear, I have a guest, his name is Brian Watson and he is my best friend. Um, say hi. Hi. Yeah, so that's him. Um, anyway, so we are today gonna do a chilling story about, um, an 1845 house with mannequins on the front porch. It may seem weird, but the creepy is inside.
1: Well, actually, it would be considered outside, because yeah, it's on the front porch.
0: <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, on the front porch. Sorry, people. So today, um, what we're going to do is I'm going to read paragraph, he's, I'm going to read one paragraph, then he's going to read one paragraph, so we each get a little bit of turn, and then we can each put our input in as we feel like it, so. After
1: each paragraph, we'll put input in.
0: Yeah, okay, so here we go, um. This is the John Lawson house by the way if you wanted to know. It's
1: in New Hamburg, New York.
0: Yeah, New Hamburg, New York. And here we go as the as the face of one's home is it's no surprise that front porches receive so much time and attention from homeowners. Take one quick glance at someone's porch and you can tell a lot about the family within.
1: Fairly true.
0: I, I mean, I would agree like I mean, if I looked one it, someone's porch and was like, oh, I kind of understand what their family is like now because I I see what they put outside of their house, how they decorate their house.
1: That's why the John Lawson house in New Hamburg, New York is garnering so much attention. Since those within have never been spotted, passerby and neighbors must judge simply from the exterior, and what they have witnessed is absolutely chilling.
0: So no one has ever seen the owner of this house At all, ever. They've only seen these mannequins, and... That sit
1: outside, out in the front porch. Yeah. But something creepy goes on with the mannequin.
0: Yes, which we will explain here in a couple minutes, as we keep reading. So, we might do two episodes in this one, just so you know, because it's a really short story.
1: No, it's not. It's fairly big.
0: Um, though it might seem like a simple historical home from afar, no different from any other house built in the 19th century, one glimpse at the front porch will prove otherwise.
1: As we have explained before. Yes. According to the locals, this an- antiqu- antiquated home is host to some very peculiar, ge- peculiar guests. And though these life-sized ladies can't move on their own... They strike new positions every night, and no one has any idea why.
0: Okay, yeah, so that's a little bit creepy. That's kind of the thing. So, in New Hamburg, New York, there sits an old, appealing home called the John Lawson House, which is what we are talking about. Built in the 19th century, this beautiful abode seems very normal to the naked eye, but take a closer look and you'll see that the house is hosting a chilling mystery. What is this mystery, you ask?
1: That's what we're here to explain today. Every day, within the shade of a sweeping front porch, neighbors report seeing four life-sized female mannequins, all very carefully dressed and arranged. Though the figures themselves are nothing new to locals, their, appear- their appearance is always a surprise. Every day, these unmoving bodies point a different direction.
0: And that's a little bit creepy if you ask me. If I just saw that one day, I'd kinda of freak out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will put the website in so you guys can take a more look at this and kinda of read a little bit more. Um, and you can read into it, whatever. It's a pretty cool mystery. So though nothing is known about the mysterious homeowner home- homeowners, home homeowners whom neighbors have never seen before, it's clear the mannequins movement that they are active. Neighbors guess the mannequins are moved during the night. When one faint kitchen light can be seen glowing through the thick drape thrown over the front door. So a lot of the neighbors believe that it's just the homeowners doing it. But yeah. they've never seen the homeowners. Nobody. And they're looking out there at night, so how is this possible?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And continuing on with the story.
1: The numbers, clothing, and positions of the mannequins vary every single day. Some days they're facing the abandoned historical building down the road. To own the only other nineteenth century home on the block to have survived an eighteen seventy seven fire.
0: Yeah, which um, that's pretty chilling. Okay. okay, and um, also they also like their makeup change every day, their ho- hair do change every day, their position, their clothing, everything, everything. changes at night, and and it's no old. one knows. Mm-hmm. So moving on again. So, this Other. is a little bit creepy. This goes a little bit more far in, this paragraph does. mm mm-hmm. so Other
1: days, the mannequins faced the train station, located less than 200 feet from the home. Here in 1871, a horrible train wreck killed 22 people. Are the mannequins hinting at an unsolved riddle about the crash or the fire?
0: What a question, I'd ask. Uh, that is a question... That
1: is a very loaded question.
0: Yeah, that is a loaded question, um... Are these mannequins, so to speak, are they moving on their own or are they moving by their owners? Well, if you think they're moving on their own, then they might be hinting, they might be the bodies just somehow into these mannequins. Maybe these mannequins were there when people moved in or something and they just kind of took in those souls. But what if they're like, what, what happened for these to act like this? I don't know. Okay. Here we go. In addition to different positions, these mannequins enjoy a new hobby every day. Sometimes they are found reading books about pregnancy. and other days, they clutch teacups overflowing the...
1: That's potpourri.
0: Potpourri. Some days, brushes and birdcages are perched in their laps. No one knows the significance of these strange objects. So at this point, I'm kind of wondering if these objects are assigned to something...
1: We of oh, where reading, they're facing. Yeah. Because pregnancy. What if some of one of the ladies that was on that in that train wreck was pregnant and the baby died? Or they Along were holding with a bird. Per- or they yeah. had a, yeah, or they were having birds with them or they were drinking yeah, tea when the so tra- train crash happened.
0: You know, I'm a little bit worried. I'm kind of scared at this point. Like, what is this mystery leading to? I'll read this. Little else has been recorded about the John Lawson house or its chilling mannequins, but many pass by every day hoping to find a new hint or clue. What do you think about the spooky mannequin porch? Do you think it's trying to relay, re, re, relay a message or solve a riddle? So, uh, this story uh, gets me. Um, what are we thinking? What are we thinking at this point?
1: Um, I'm thinking... Myself, that the mannequins they're not themselves haunted, they could be. I'm not saying that they're not, but my opinion that they're not haunted, but they are being moved by the homeowners, so to speak. So to speak, but the only problem I see with that theory is that the homeowners are never seen ever, so no one ever. even knows and what they
0: look like, even at night,
1: yeah. But where would they get their food? Yes, they could have an indoor garden. I thought that.
0: Well, yeah, but like, where? How are they moving these without getting caught? Because obviously, people aren't seeing them at all.
1: Yeah, because they people will have most likely ha- surveillance cameras pointing at the
0: house just to figure it out, just, just to, to find it the out. mystery, figure out this mystery. Like people are going by every day to see what's happening. Like and I'm a little. I'm a little concerned about the people around. Maybe they shouldn't be invading privacy of other people, even though there are mannequins on the porch.
1: hmm
0: I mean, technically, I mean, what if I was, like, into dolls or something, and I just put dolls on my front porch? Would you be want to, like, look into my life? I don't I would not want people looking into my life just so that I could be sane. But if there is something about these mannequins that is mysterious, go ahead, do some more research about it. Don't go invade any anyone's privacy that's all i gotta say i mean it's pretty basic go so knock
1: on the door and ask hey why do you
0: why do you do this um i'm not or to give them ruined, some cookies
1: is it is we don't understand why you oh, do that
0: we're just wondering you know if you want to do that do that but don't invade the privacy in point cameras i'm sorry but if you do that you're you're a little messed up in the head i don't and i know that was a little bit off of what most of my podcasts are most of my podcasts is about, you know, about what most of them are about. Usually, they're about murders. So I might put another one in today because this was a short one. Mm-hmm. So y'all have, have a good, a good day. day
1: and be safe.
0: Hello. We're, we're doing, back, we're back is again. This a double doing episode. Yes, we're, we're doing, doing two a double one. one. And instead of doing it separate days, we're doing it in the same day. Get that. So in the last episode, well, the last section, section of we this. We talked about the um, John Lawson house. The John Lawson house. And um, I forgot to add the website and I clicked no, out it. We'll a, put
1: that in the description.
0: Okay. Well, anyways, so now we're gonna be talking about Chernobyl. If anyone does not know about Chernobyl, it's or if you do, or if you do, if you don't know about Chernobyl, 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 Chernobyl is a place where um a nuclear um reactor, yeah, a nuclear power plant, um, and a nuclear reactor went kaboom. You know.
1: Blew up. Like,
0: blew up, mm-hmm. and now it's like, and still today, it is um very harmful, and it has...
1: It still has, it's still radioactive.
0: Yeah, it's still radioactive. As, and it blew up in
1: 1986. Yeah, 1986,
0: and... And this is
1: almost 40 years later.
0: Yeah, almost 40 years later, and it's still there, and you can still get poisoned by it. You can go into Chernobyl, though.
1: You can, but you can't be in there for five minutes. Yeah, you can. You can be in there for five
0: minutes, and then it'll start affecting you. Yeah, you can be in there. I've been in there. Uh, oh, I'm gonna shout out. Someone. Okay, so I'm gonna shout out Sam and Colby. I don't know if you know these people, but they are like my favorite people, that my favorite YouTubers that go out and just um, explore these types of things. And they did like three or four ep- maybe I don't know I can't remember how many episodes they did on Chernobyl. But they went in there, they stayed the night, they did everything that they could, and they were like just exploring and exploring. And it's really cool, you know, a lot of people still live there, um, and then there are people who just go and visit, and you're allowed to go and visit, so do it, I, I, I dare you, go visit Chernobyl, it is a cool place, but it's also a place of great destruction and sadness. So I know, um, it resulted in 15 fatalities, and 5,000 people got thyroid cancer, um, and a lot of people were evacuated. It's about 350,000 people were evacu- evacuated, and it was not, it like, it was not good, because people just got, like, you got in, well, they were in, they're at their homes, and they're told they can only bring one bag for their whole family, one luggage bag, and they had to leave as soon as they possibly could. Do you know how this all started? Do you want to explain that?
1: Um from what you have pulled up, it looks as though it was a steam explosion that blew up the reactor core, causing it to go boom and, and throw a bunch of stuff.
0: Also something stuff that around. also happened is um it their um state like not their safety, their security and stuff was all like shut out. so it was purposefully
1: so was it was it was, perfe- it was, was purposefully, purposefully exploded.
0: yeah, it was it was purpose like pe- someone did this to kill a bunch of people. Luckily, it was only 15 people. I mean, that's I mean, that's it's still not, still not good. good. For the four-
1: 15 people and their it, families. I, yeah, I
0: that. mean, it's still not good, but it's better than having hundreds and thousands, you know.
1: It's better than the Titanic where like 1500 people got murdered.
0: Yeah, that could be another episode, Titanic. I love talking about the Titanic because, because they didn't it's use such a mystery. all of their lifeboats. Yeah, and it's such a mystery, but of we'll what happened in a different happened. episode. Yes, we'll so we can talk about that later. But Chernobyl, oh my gosh, this is, it's like the scariest thing happened ever to happen. Mm hmm. I'm pretty sure it was, things. I think it was in Russia.
1: Yeah, it was, no, it was from the diagram, well, it was right outside of Russia.
0: Okay, yeah. And then, oh, get this, I read another thing um, about Chernobyl. So Chernobyl had this, um, so they would not. They did not tell any of the firefighters, any of the people that went in there to go, um, to go get people out, or that it was radioactive. Th- yeah, that it was radioactive. When they were going into the plant, they told no one that it was radioactive. Well,
1: that's not good. Yeah,
0: and a bunch of them died. I think it was. It was about thirty operators and firemen. Lots of people died. Um, twenty eight people died. As a result of ARS, within a few weeks of the accident.
1: Oh, the thirty operators and firemen were killed within three months, and then per- yeah. further, then several further ones later. Yeah,
0: there was about one hundred and thirty four cases.
1: One person so, was killed. So a lot of people
0: died, but it was um, it was more. What we're talking about was more in the plant, like where it exploded, when it exploded, you know. And they did not tell these firemen and all these people that were going to fix uh. F- Fix it and try to get the security back up. That it was happening. They didn't tell them it was radioactive or anything, and they just went in there, and and, and we're gonna got... let them die, literally. And oh then and then when they told them the firemen were still so nice about it and went back in there,
1: because they went for the greater good of the people yep. that were in there.
0: So that tells you a lot about the firemen. Is they firemen and police. Yeah, they didn't care. They didn't care. They're like, okay, yeah. Now you tell us it's radioactive. I'm pretty mad about that. Okay, but I'm still going to go in there and save all the lives I can. And that just shows you, uh, you know how much honor that would bring to a family?
1: It would elevate them.
0: It would yeah. elevate them. I mean, in some way, they can be like, oh, this killed, they, they killed this this person for my family all purpose. And they did it and they didn't even care about this person. But in the other aspect, you're thinking, what an honor to have someone that strong in the family to go and just do that.
1: No matter the chances.
0: No matter the chances. So these people are pretty messed up. And then mm-hmm. you got the people who are good, which just go in there and do whatever they can to save lives.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: People even had to leave behind families and stuff. People had to leave behind pets. They had to leave behind everything. And they would all be on these buses. Mm
1: hmm.
0: Jam packed. Jam packed. And they were trying to get out of there as fast as they possibly could. You know, people died of obviously. There was a lot of. Various alive. types of
1: cancer and radioactive poisoning.
0: Yeah. Mm hmm. And people are still affected. I mean, people? There are people who have lived there the whole time and they're still like affected by it. But it.
1: Like the DuPont chemical incident. It's. Uh, sh- I don't think Toria knows about it, but with the DuPont chemical incident, um, this company called DuPont, they were they were revolutionary. They made nonstick pans and like I think a bunch of other things that were super efficient, efficient, and everything, and groundbreaking. But they had to use this chemical called PFOA, which happened to be extremely poisonous to humans. Well, humans and animals. And they didn't care about it, and it got put in the water after it was being put. And it ended up getting into the water. And then it ended up to where it would go, and it would cause cancer and. Sorry for my language, but one of the symptoms was small penises. It was a side effect of PFOA. Because it would get cooked into the food because it was part of the nonstick, the Teflon nonstick pans. And then it would get, you were cooking eggs, it would get cooked into the eggs, and then you would eat it. And then, yay, now you have PFOA in your blood and your son most likely will end up having a small penis.
0: Okay, (laughs) that's very odd but we were talking about Chernobyl
1: well it was still a disaster but DuPont didn't care and you're like oh well it brings us money and if you want more into it shout out to Bailey Sarian's on Dark History her first episode and she covers it in a more deep thorough way than I did
0: but yeah like, Sam and Kobe, they'll they'll tell you a lot more than I can tell you right now. Because mm-hmm. this is probably about as far as I can go with the episode, because my voice is really bad right now, because we're doing a Haunted House. Yes, spooky season. Coming up in about two or three days. What is it, two days? It's well, tomorrow, tomorrow. It's tomorrow, not two or three days. Uh, I'll just shut up. But anyway, if you want to know more about Chernobyl, don't ask us. Do not ask us. I'm not very good on it. I just wanted to do, say something about it let everyone bring know. it up and bring let others know. And, and kinda like you know, kinda help the families that kind of, you know, got that that were like part of those firemen families.
1: They were affected.
0: That were affected by it and like how rude these people were to them. Like who And then who the loss that? of
1: the family members too.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's I'm just gonna bring that up. But you know I hope y'all have a good day and I hope this never ever happens again. And you know what's funny about this is we're about to get a nuclear power plant in um,
1: here where we're at. Yeah,
0: here where we're at, and everyone's planning on moving away. So I'm pretty sure Glenrock, Wyoming, is going to be a ghost town.
1: And that wouldn't be too good for our economy. But no, oh, well, we don't want have to have to. We a don't, nu- wanna we deal don't with want to. We don't want another Chernobyl.
0: And you know we don't want to deal. With a nuclear power plant, because I don't need to be seeing three-eyed fish. Sorry, but...
1: Three-eyed fish. People with five ears. Yeah. Twelve noses.
0: Yeah, I don't... I'm, I'm good. Because that, that goes right into the Platte.
1: That goes like, right into it, the like, Platte River. That, that... And that's our main water source.
0: Yeah, our power plant that we have there now is just a regular power plant. It runs it on runs, steam. Yeah, it's a steam power plant. And it runs through our... Because it also our, has hydroelectric. Yeah. It's
1: hydroelectric and coal power, because they'll take water in, and they'll use the coal and turn it into steam to turn turbines.
0: Yeah, and we, um, yeah, it goes right through the plat, and they're gonna take out that power plant, and they're gonna put a nuclear power plant, which, if that gets in the water, we're all dead. I'm sorry, Yeah.
1: Thank you, Bill Gates. We love you.
0: Yeah, you know?
1: If you can't hear the sarcasm in my voice.
0: You know, I I mean, I have some respect for the guy, but you know, um if he's going to put nuclear power plants places, um, I'm going to have a lot less respect for that because we do not need things that are going to kill us because nuclear waste uh, does not go anywhere. It does not it doesn't it, biodegrade. It just stays. It just stays it there. It doesn't
1: biodegrade cuz plastic biodegrades in for 500 years, but after a mighty grand can convenience but, I break down.
0: But nuclear stuff doesn't. Yeah, it, doesn't. It, just it just sits, sits there.
1: there. It's just like
0: it just sits there and keeps letting off all the nuclear stuff into the air. That's why
1: they have into the air. Oh, don't so you started. know
0: we're you know we might just die, but you know ha- like that's, at least we said something
1: uh, before we die. Yeah, at
0: least we at least we had some. Don't let a nuclear pl- power, power plant, plant get to near you, you. ever. I'm, I'm glad I'm gonna be in college by then, so... What's our moral for the story? Don't let,
1: what, 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 what's our moral?
0: (laughs) Don't, don't let Bill Gates put a nuclear power plant in your backyard, basically, because literally, I can see it from my house right now. Like, it's that close. Like, three or four miles away. Yeah, it's literally like, you, I could walk down the road and be at the plant. So, don't let Bill Gates put a power plant in your backyard, so, y'all have a great day. Um, Have fun f- with spooky season and Halloween. Um, Thanksgiving's coming up. Thanksgiving is coming up. Um, No then talking. We cr- we no, can't, we can't talk don't about- say that word. Do not say that word. Oh. Guess Until what it I- after
1: well, we Thanksgiving. you know what it's going to
0: do, though? No snow. Oh, no, you shouldn't have said that either. Yeah, we live in Wyoming, so it snows a lot, especially in Glen Rock. Um, oh, gosh. Yeah, so, you know... Have fun. Be, let this be a reminder. Have fun. Wear dresses if you're a boy.
1: Oh my it God. It doesn't matter. Fine.
0: Okay, uh, I'm going to end this here. Goodbye, y'all. Love ya.